Good morning, friends. Today is Monday, the 5th of October, 2020. Our readings for this morning are Psalm 106, verses 1 through 18, Hosea chapter 14, verses 1 through 9, Acts chapter 22, verse 30 through chapter 23, verse 11, and the Gospel of Luke chapter 6, verses 39 through 49. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those, that are, those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours for you made it and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God, our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is the rock of our salvation. Oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 106, verses 1 through 18. Praise God. O oh, give thanks to God, for God is good, for God's steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty doings of God or declare all God's praise? Happy are those who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Remember me, O oh God, when you show favor to your people. Help me when you deliver them that I may see the prosperity of your chosen ones, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation. 
that I may glory in your heritage. Both we and our ancestors have sinned. We have committed iniquity, have done wickedly. Our ancestors, when they were in Europe, did not consider your wonderful works. They did not remember the abundance of your steadfast love, but rebelled against the Most High at the Red Sea. Yet God saved them for God's name's sake, so that God might make known God's mighty power. God rebuked the Red Sea, and it became dry. God led them through the deep as through a desert. So God saved them from the hand of the foe and delivered them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered their adversaries. Not one of them was left. Then they believed, his wo- then they believed God's words. They sang God's praise. But they soon forgot God's works and did not wait for God's counsel. But they had a wanton craving in the wilderness and put God to the test in the desert. God gave them what they asked, but sent a wasting disease among them. They were jealous of Moses in the camp and of Aaron, the Holy One of God. The earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and covered the faction of Abiram. Fire also broke out in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Hosea, chapter 14, verses 1 through 9. Return, O Israel, to your sovereign God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to God. Say to God, take away all guilt, accept that which is good, and we will offer the fruit of our lips. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride upon horses. We will say no more, our God, to the work of our hands. In you the orphan finds mercy. I will heal their disloyalty. I will love them freely. For my anger has turned from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. Israel shall blossom like the lily. Israel shall strike root like the forest of Lebanon. Israel's shoots shall spread out. Their beauty shall be like the olive tree and their fragrance like that of Lebanon. They shall again live beneath my shadow. They shall flourish as a garden. They shall blossom like the vine. Their fragrance shall be like the wine of Lebanon. O Ephraim, what have I to do with idols? It is I who answer and look after you. I am like an evergreen cypress. Your faithfulness comes from me. Those who are wise understand these things. Those who are discerning know them. For the ways of God are right, and the upright walk in them, but transgressors stumble in them. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle C, the Song of Hannah. My heart exalts in you, O God. My triumph song is lifted in you. My mouth derides my enemies, for I rejoice in your salvation. There is none holy like you nor any rock to be compared to you, our God. Do not heap up prideful words or speak in arrogance. Only God is knowing and weighs all actions. The bows of the mighty are broken, but the weak are clothed in strength. Those once full now labor for bread. Those who hungered now are well fed. 
The childless woman has borne sevenfold, while the mother of many is forlorn. God destroys and brings to life, casts down and raises up, gives wealth or takes it away, humbles and dignifies. God raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with the rulers and inherit a place of honor. For the pillars of the earths are God's, on which the whole earth is founded. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Acts chapter 22, verse 30, through chapter 23, verse 11. Since he wanted to find out what Paul was being accused of by the Jews, the next day he released him and ordered the chief priests and the entire council to meet. He brought Paul down and had him stand before them. While Paul was looking intently at the council, he said, Brothers, up to this day I have lived my life with a clear conscience before God. Then the high priest Ananias ordered those standing near him to strike him on the mouth. At this, Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting there to judge me according to the law? And yet, in violation of the law, you order me to be struck? Those standing nearby said, Do you dare to insult God's high priest? And Paul said, I did not realize, brothers, that he was high priest. For it is written, You shall not speak evil of a leader of your people. When Paul noticed that some were Sadducees and others were Pharisees, he called out in the council, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of Pharisees. I am on trial concerning the hope of the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dissension began between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. The Sadducees say that there is no resurrection or angel or spirit, but the Pharisees acknowledge all three. Then a great clamor arose, and certain scribes of the Pharisees' group stood up and contended, We find nothing wrong with this man. What if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him? When the dissension became violent, the tribune, fearing that they would tear Paul to pieces, ordered the soldiers to go down, take him by force, and bring him into the barracks. That night, God stood near him and said, Keep up your courage. For just as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, so you must bear witness also in Rome. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle L, A Song of Christ's Humility Though in the form of God, Christ Jesus did not cling to equality with God, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, and was born in human likeness, being found in human form, Christ humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted them and given them the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Savior, to the glory of God the Creator. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Luke. 
glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 6, verses 39 through 49. He also told them a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully qualified will be like the teacher. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your neighbor, friend, let me take out the speck in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit, for each tree is known by its own fruit. Figs are not gathered from thorns, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of the heart produces good, and the evil person out of evil treasure produces evil. For it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. Why do you call me God, God, and do not do what I tell you? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts on them. That one is like a man building a house, who dug deeply and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood arose, the river burst against that house, but could not shake it, because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not act is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the river burst against it, immediately it fell, and great was the ruin of that house. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. So friends, I am running a little bit behind this morning because I got up and did my workout and I'm a little bit slow moving on Monday. So bear with me, but I'm going to kind of zip through my thoughts on the scripture readings today. So to me, our psalm speaks to or continues the theme of what we were talking about yesterday, the sin of forgetting what God has done. But then we get to Hosea and Hosea is all about the reconciliation after the faithful, after the Israelites come back to God and want to be faithful again. And God says in verse four, I will heal their disloyalty. I will love them freely. So they remember that God is God. The way they are reconciled with God here is that they reprioritize their lives. They kind of recenter themselves on God and remember that God is God and that they are not God. So God reconciles them to God's self and is healing them, not just of the natural consequences of the consequences of their actions, but even of the wounding they did to their own selves by turning away. And I think sometimes we forget that God can heal us even of hurts that we caused ourselves. We have that, we've talked about it before here, my friend Nicole puts it so well, the second arrow, which I think actually might be a Buddhist concept, but I, I really do think it applies. That the first arrow is the wound done, and then the second arrow is the, is the blame and beating up on ourselves afterwards. So God doesn't say, come back and then continue to self-flagellate. God says, come back and I'll heal you. So if we can allow God to remove that second arrow, then healing the first one becomes a lot more, um, a lot easier. In our epistle reading from Acts, I think it's fascinating here that the Pharisees and the Sadducees have this doctrinal argument um, between their two different sects. Does that sound familiar? They're missing the point because they're arguing about the finer points. 
think that happens to us a lot. And I think that God is doing exactly as God did for Paul, for us today. God stands near us and says, keep up your courage. Let's just take a minute and really try to feel and hear God standing near us and saying, keep up your courage. Lastly, in our gospel reading, this is one that is familiar to many of us, right? And the way that I want to see this today is that we need to clear the conduit. We've been talking about that a lot lately. And I think that's what taking the log out of our own eye means. It does not mean, as it has been twisted by some so-called Christian cultures to mean, that we must be perfect before we can be of use to others. Wounded healers are, in my humble opinion, and that of many others, the most effective healers because they have walked through the valley themselves. None of our valleys are the same, but they are sim- similar. And walk, having walked, or they can be, and having walked through a similar valley really does help someone be more effective in being a spiritual companion for the next person on their walk through a similar valley. But what I believe Christ is saying here is that we, when we've got stuff that's blocking us from being a good conduit of God's love, both within ourselves and to others, we've, we've just got to clear that gunk out. You know, like when your pipes get filled with roots and you have to come in and get the roto-rooter and clear them out so the water can flow freely. When stuff has grown in to the connection between us and God and is blocking it, we must clear it out. We are not going to be perfect. We are never going to be perfect. We are never even really going to be able to follow all of the rules. All God wants us to do is to try, to try to love as God loves, to try to receive God's love and be a reflection of that love in the world. And that, my friends, is the foundation that is being talked about in the second part of the parable. We must root ourselves in God's love. That must be the wellspring and the foundation of all of our acts, both inward and outward. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Help us, O God, our Savior. Deliver us and forgive us our sins. Look upon your congregation. Give to your people the blessing of peace. Declare your glory among the nations and your wonders among all peoples. Do not let the oppressed be shamed and turned away. Never forget the lives of your poor. Continue your loving kindness to those who know you and your favor to those who are true of heart. Satisfy us by your loving kindness in the morning. So shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Amen.
O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray and to give more than we either desire or deserve. Pour upon us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things for which we are not worthy to ask, except through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We will use as our prayer for mission the prayer of St. Francis. It is found on page 833 of the Book of Common Prayer. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is excuse me, where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We live without fear. Our creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.